Hey, 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 hey. So do you see, because we could also always edit this. Do you see it say recording? Yeah. Right, and I see the names yeah. and I see the time. We did it right. Yes. Okay. Shout out to the engineer, which is me. Uh-uh. I am the engineer. Thank you very much. And what do you feel that that entails? This is going to be uh, so funny. <laughs> this is... I set up the whole thing. It's connected to my email and you're going to do the music. So you're like the producer and I'm the engineer. I feel like producer is better than engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I feel like producer is better than engineer. No? Okay. I feel like it is. Producer. We're both like producer, host, co-host, engineer. No? Bitch. Okay. Okay. Right. So... Um, I guess we should, so I'm going to do the intro. So I guess, you know, at this point in time, they would hear the intro and then we would go into how you wanted to start. Cause you know, obviously we can cut all this out. Right. Okay. So it goes into the intro and then what is it that you want to, what is it that you want to say? This could be like a blooper episode too. <laughs> this be like, Hey. Okay, so here's my thing. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but when people be like, "Hey, it is your girl Candy," I don't like that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want people to be like, "It's your boy or Marianne." Like, why do people say it's your boy, it's your girl? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Right. So, okay. So you say, "Hey, this is best friend confidential." Let's say it at the same time. No, you say it because you got a softer voice. No. It's gonna be like, "Hey, this is best." No, absolutely not. Come on. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Hey. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Just one, two. We just say, hey, this is Best Friend Confidential. Or you could say, um, thanks for tuning in to Best Friend Confidential. Which one you like better? I, I like I like thanks for tuning in. Okay. One, two, three. Hey. You're missing Oh, it. I thought we were saying. No, 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 no. I thought we were just going to say thanks for tuning in. I didn't know what we were doing. Hey. No, so we're going to say, hey, thanks for tuning in to Best Friend Confidential. And then I'll say, I'm Keziah. And then you'll say, and you're a J. And then I'll say, you know, um, we could just give like a Stop quick, it. we can just give like a quick spill. I'll just say like, I'm 26. Um, actually, no, we won't even have to, I don't want to do, I don't do all that. How about we just start talking about our friendship, like how we became best friends. Okay. Okay. So one, two, three. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, that's a second. Come on. Just, hey. I, Thanks I for tuning hey. in to Best Friend Confidential. Okay. One, okay. two, three. Hey. Hey. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Come on, girl. One. Okay. How about this? Because I don't have that. Hey. Like they don't say right no, okay, okay. So just say hey. So why don't you go, hey, thanks for tuning in, and then I'll say to best friend confidential at the same time with you. Okay, like okay. One, two, three. Hey, thanks for tuning in to best friend, Conf- best friend confidential. No? You don't like that one? It's too Disney. I feel like we weren't <laughs> on in sync. <laughs> oh. Okay, one, two, three. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Best friend, confident, confident. Okay, well, how about this? Because, how about this? Because you pause. Okay, how about I'll <laughs> say my part and then you say best friend confidential, okay. and then you go into how we start being friends, and then we'll like go on from there. Okay. Okay. Ready? One, yes. two, three. Hey, thanks for tuning in to best friend confidential. Bitch, stop. <laughs> Are you crazy? The whole thing just cut out. Are you serious? Yes. No, it's still recorded, but it cut me out. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Now, how the fuck do you want to do this? Because at this point... Okay, I think we should start with... Let's, I, I like how it was before, but as soon as I say two, you say best friend confidential, so it's, it's not a pause. Ready? Yes. One, two, three. Hey, thanks for tuning in to, to Best Friend Confidential.
No. Nope. You said no. two. He said I'll... two. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Best Friend Confidential. What's the problem? Bitch, you Why are do you keep stopping right there? Because we just agreed that after that you would go into us how we became best friends okay, and then the conversation you, started. Okay, so if that one was good, we could still just talk about we could jump into that because I can cut all, everything else out. So yeah, but it's going to be a pause. Oh my god. You said, okay, so I'm talking about when we became best friends. Yeah, just like, okay, so... Um, this is my, be- like, you know, obviously we're best friends. And so you'd be like, okay, so let's talk about how we became best friends. And then we, we jump in from there. Okay. I'm with you. But we're not shading nobody. We're going to leave the bitches out. We're just going to talk about us. Okay. And so I, okay. So how about, the- so what, what did you want to say? Well, you, I, we were going to, you said to say, let's talk about how we became best friends. And then you could jump in and say that piece. Well, no, I got it. Okay. Right, ready? Ready? Okay, one, two, three. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Best Friend Confidential. So, we're going to jump right into how me and Susiah became best friends. Okay. Girl. Um, well, I, <laughs> I knew her through mutual friends. And then <laughs> we fell off for a second. Um, and then the bitch got married. <laughs> she had a kid, and mm-hmm. I saw it on the young Snapchat, and I got on Snapchat, and I was just looking at her stories or whatever, but I never really, like, sent her a message, and to this day, I still have that message that she sent me, um, pretty much saying, you know, she sees that I'm watching her stories, and this is also when I found out that people could see you watching their story. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I see you watching my story. Um, I'm upset that you haven't, like, congratulated me on my husband and my, you know, my son, um, miss you, just wanted to, you know, reach out, whatever. And she's known for stuff like that. So I sent her a message back and was like, you know, I, I didn't really think that you liked me as much. Well, that's what was going through my head. I literally thought that we Wait had a our, second. You I didn't, didn't think I liked you? No, no, no. I knew you liked me, but when everything kind of like happened within the group, it was kind of like, okay, do I proceed on with this separate relationship? Because we were already developing a separate relationship. But I just felt like, especially when you were like kind of in about Sierra, it was just like, "Mm." oh, not the name drop. Okay. Mm. Uh, But I don't know her. It was just kind of like, okay, do I continue on? So, I mean, obviously I didn't continue on because I thought it would be weird. Because we were the newest of friends. But definitely when you sent me that message, then... It was just like, fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah, because this is, this is definitely point, on our own. Yeah, because Eric, little Eric was, what, six months? No, maybe four months at that time. And then, um, right, because I think he was six months when you became his godmom. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. Well, now you tell your side. Um... I feel like it definitely came from the message. I feel like we were cool. And, um, you know, things happened. And we separated. Wasn't... Because we didn't have a beef. We just stopped talking. Right. And then I felt like... Uh-uh. Like, no, she not sitting here <laughs> looking at... Like, looking at, you know, my videos and my pictures and this and that. And you haven't said anything. And we're supposed to be... Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, even if we're not in a state of building the best friendship, at least I thought that we were cordial because, again, we didn't have any beef. Right. And when you weren't saying anything and it was just like a looking thing, I'm like, okay, well, let me reach out to her because I care for her and I would like to see because, again, there was no beef. And then your response was love and your response was kind of like, oh, shit, I could have said something. Are we cursing? Oh, girl, I'm gonna say fuck. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, you know, um, you you came with love, and then when you were like, oh, th- your your response was kind of like, oh wow. So I could have said something, and I'm like, we didn't have any issue. Like there was no, mm-hmm. there was nothing like that. And 
we went out for my birthday. That was our very first outing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I feel like from there, and that was, and I feel like with our friendship, it's very grown up because there are husbands and kids and stuff like that. So I feel like um, I see you in a different light. You see me in a different light because when we met years ago, nobody had, there was no husbands, there was no kids, there was no, none of that. So we got to see a different side of each other than on today. So um, that was, I think that was a, a good part of it too. That now it's like, wow, and now you my sister, honey girl. Mm-mm. But see mm-hmm. that, so that story is how we connected. At what point right. were we like, okay, we're best friends? Oh, oh, what is yours? I feel like I feel like a lot happened like in that first kind of year, two years that we like reconnected. So we were I, we were spending a lot of time together um, and we were really like setting the foundation for our relationship. And then when I started doing your hair, it was like, okay, we're definitely building this bond because now I'm around Junior. So it's like, now I'm around the kids. Um, and then I right, was so this was before you became mm-hmm. his godmom. Right, this was before. And then I think definitely by the time you asked for me to be his godmother, it was like, okay, yeah, nope. <laughs> this is this is pretty much set in stone. But I did yeah, for... No, go ahead. So certain things, okay, you know how you have that? It's kind of like even when you're in a relationship with a guy and you want to say I love you, but you don't really know if y'all there, so you don't mm-hmm. really know if you should say it yet. It was kind of like... It's the same thing with a girlfriend. It's like, okay, can I call her my best friend? I don't want to say it because she don't think I'm hers or whatever. And I remember us having a conversation. And I don't remember what the premise of the conversation was. But you were saying something along the lines of your best friends. And then Mm -hmm. you were like, and you remember? Yeah. And then you were like, yeah, something. And you were like naming your friends. And then you were like... And like you, you were like, I can, but the way that you said it, it was like love, but it was also like very vulnerable. Like, okay, I'm going to say this. And right, I, I don't right. know. I, so I, I was the first person to say, I love you. It's all really. Right. Right. <laughs> and then you were like, and like you, like you're my best friend. And I was like, I definitely consider you my best friend. And then we kind of both had that like, okay. Right. <laughs> all right. We're good. Fine. And then I think maybe a month or so after was when I asked you and you were like, I was just talking to Rich about this and we've seen this coming. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we also <clears throat> established a relationship with Big Eric. Right. So it was like... And, and that's the beauty of it. Right. That's the real beauty of it. It wasn't just us. It was right. like we went out and it was the guys and they had their time. And even now we're quick to be like, okay, we're going out to have lunch. And But it's it's not a thing of, okay, they are friends. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not. Or we're friends and they just cool. Right. Everybody has it's their really own relationship thing. with each other. They, right. Right. Yes. And I think mm-hmm. for, I'm, I'm going to name drop everybody, but I think for, some people we're gonna have to make a lot of enemies out this podcast, and that's okay. I don't think for, say names. I, I'm I'm not gonna say their names, but I think for people okay. on the outside looking in, it was just like, oh, Jay has another best friend, and it was just no, was like, they don't know. You don't really know, like the basis of our relationship because I love all my friends, I do, and I don't treat one above the rest. But every relationship is different. And even very early on, me and you were like, we were like meshed together. Like I would say, I'm at, I don't work there no more, so I can say it. I'd be like, oh, I'm in the field, and I'm at your house mm-hmm. with the baby. Or if you, mm-hmm. or if you're taking a nap, I'm like, you like, I need my hair done. Okay, what you need? I was going to the hair store for you to mm-hmm. get the hair, and then come and do it. So yeah. And then it also helped because you live like ten minutes up the street. I'm like, what you doing? I'm about right. to bring you some Chick Fil A. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really. The relationship, like, I don't know, I don't know, and we had, we have had, and that's a, that's a story for a different episode. We have <laughs> had 
our times and our friendships where it was cut, we was gonna be done, and that was gonna yeah, be yeah. But you know that. what though? But you know what though? I feel like we have never had a blowout about something that had to do with us, like just strictly you and I. Mm-hmm. There were always other, other people in the yep. mix of as to why there was any type of friction. Mm-hmm. And, for sure. Though I'm trying to eat my too. And one of the things that I think needs to happen when people have these arguments in general is if you're arguing with somebody, you can't argue with them about what was going on beforehand. Like, it just needs to be y'all arguing about the situation. And let it be that way. You can't argue about the right into our show. Well, I think I like when we were talking about a friendship. Okay. I was saying before we had those technical difficulties mm-hmm. that when we, the one thing I always appreciate about our relationship is that when we argue, we only argue about the situation at hand. Yeah. And you know why we do that? That's because we fix every situation we disagree about. We don't let anything fester. No, we don't. That's that's very important because when you argue, sometimes you see people arguing, then they start arguing about stuff that happened three years ago. Yeah, we always just argue about like the situation. Mm-hmm. And we never take like moves, and we fight very fair. And there's mm-hmm. there's been times where we walked away agreeing to disagree. Sure. Did you say sure? Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure we did. No, like that. Sure, sure is such a smart ass answer. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure we did. Um, okay, so first show we're going to discuss for our best friend confidential reviews is Housewives uh, of Atlanta. I was about to say be very clear, it's like seven of them. Of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, actually, I don't want to talk about them. Okay. First. Okay. Um, let's do Insecure, because I feel like that's like yes, pops. Let's do, let's do Insecure. Okay, so we're going to have our best friend confidential review on Insecure. Do I sound like I'm too close to the mic? No, actually, when I listen to it, we sound like perfect. Okay. Um. So, insecure. What do you, you had something to say about Molly? Oh, Molly girl. I feel like like just where the relationship has been since season one, Molly just feels like she's like much better than Issa, and. Mm-hmm. I don't like like every time Issa like take like a step forward, Molly is always there to pull her back and make her realize something about what she did in her past or whatever. Like that's not that's mm-hmm. not a real friend. Like let Issa be friends with whoever she wanna be friends with. If the situation is uncomfortable for you, it doesn't mean it's uncomfortable for her. So I just I just right. don't like Molly. Like my like you wasn't doing no shit. Like you wasn't sleeping with a married man, even though they did have an open relationship. I'm just saying. Like okay, why do you feel that she lied to her when she was on the phone with the guy? Because they're not close anymore, and I feel like because of so many shots that Molly has taken, now Issa is taking shots back. So if she were to say, "Oh, that was such and such," da, 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 you know, she might say something like she said about the Thanksgiving. Oh, you gonna scare him off? Mm. So I think now they're at a point where Molly's taking shots and now Issa's taking shots, but Molly don't want to hear it. Okay, so what do you get from Condola and... Oh, I don't like her and Lawrence together. I don't. Why? I don't. Like, I like Condola and I like Lawrence, but what Issa said with her brother on Thanksgiving, I was like, yeah... That's kind of that's that's kind of real, and I can see why she's feeling some type of way because it's like she's reaping the benefits of everything that Issa kind of went through. But let's not kid ourselves. Lawrence and Issa still love each other. Let's not kid ourselves. Like it's still there. It's still there. I'm not saying that I disagree, but why don't you like Condola? No, 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 I like Condola. I just don't like her and Lawrence together. 
That doesn't make sense to me. Ma'am? Oh, you went out. Oh, I said I don't like um, (laughs) I like Condola. I just don't like her in the relationship with Lance. I don't feel like they're for each other. Okay. Okay, well, how do do you you feel? Do you like Condola? I do. Yeah, I like it. Do you like their relationship? Like, you feel like it's authentic? I was happy with this relationship that showed that um, it was just sex because that's what it seemed like. Okay. It didn't seem like they had like a bond because even when um, her and Issa would talk and it would be certain stuff that she would say and she would go back to him like, I didn't know this and I didn't know that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's a reason why (laughs) you didn't know that stuff. Because if you genuinely like a person, you're asking them and or telling them what they want to know. So, you know, or just different um, details about your life. Mm -hmm. So I feel like being as though those were certain, like, I think it was like he played hockey or something. It was something like that. And it's like, well, y'all fucking a second all this time and you ain't know he played hockey. Right. And you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So. Yeah. What you want to do. And I hate that it had to be the drunk friend to have said it. But I mean, he needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely needed to know because she just seen even when the the invite came about and he was like, "Oh, well, you know, can I come?" and she's like, "You want to come?" Like it was just weird because right. if y'all supposed to be That's the one thing I don't get about dating. And like I haven't dated in a long time, but I don't get the whole I don't know your life thing. Meaning like, so y'all just had sex. Mm-hmm. You guys were going to leave each other. Thanksgiving was happening. What? Like nobody <laughs> talked about, hey, I'm going to my family's house. I'm going to whatever. Right. And then mm-hmm. now the morning of, it's like, oh, I'm having a Friendsgiving. Oh, Okay. Uh, can I come? Uh, do you want to come? I wouldn't have asked if I didn't want to come, but now I'm, do you want me to come? Like, it's just awkward. Right, right. And for her, I feel like, I feel like Condola was very bold for saying, um, well, you invited yourself. I feel like she was very bold for saying yeah, that to him. She, she did say that. She said, well, you kind of invited yourself. Oh. But he kind of did. Right. But then it so, turns into a question in Lawrence's mind, like, well, why didn't you just invite me? Well, like she said, she didn't want the pressure. And I can understand like, that. Mm-hmm. But at the same, because you have to think, like, those are her friends. Those are, mm-hmm. so it's like, if that goes back again to what we were talking about earlier, just being vulnerable, because how do I know that you're there with me? And how do you know that I'm there with you? And she's just mm-hmm. getting over a divorce. So how do you know she wants to, like, those are her people. So if she's bringing you around them, that could mean something for you that it does not mean for her. It's just too many variables to it. And then in that moment, if he's saying, do you want me to come? Come on. What is she going to say? No, you can't. At that point, you have to be like, oh, do you want to come? Like, because if you say, because if you say no, it's like, damn, bitch, you don't want me to come. So it's like, oh, do you want to come? So if he's like, no, well, you know, I have something to do. I just wanted to see what you was going to say. She was in the clear. But right. of course, he had nothing to do. So it's like, yeah, I want to come. Yeah. But it definitely seems like she's more like headstrong. Have fun. Well, I'm like talking like, about personality-wise. I just feel like she's more headstrong and she seems more mature. Like she's been through more life, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he seems like he wants to build for the things that she's already had, right? Whereas right. though she's like, I already had that, I've been hurt, and now I just want to zip and zip. He wants, right. like, e- even in that moment, y'all having sex and all of that, and you don't know if the person wants to have kids or not, or have a family or not. Right. So then you hear it, like, just imagine you dating a guy, and then Y'all at a family or, you know, just a gathering 
and then you hear him say something that goes totally contrary to what you want. It's like, huh? That puts everything so, into perspective now. So then let me let me ask that this question. Let's say, you know, you're you're well, no, you could be mad. So let's say you and Eric, it doesn't work out, right? But let's say it's kind of like a Lawrence and the Issa situation where y'all still cool, y'all still got the same kind of circle of people, and more so y'all have kids together. So if there was an opportunity to go back to what you know or try something new, what what is it that you would take? What would you be like? Would you be like, okay, let me just try to see what life would be like without being with him or try to work it out and just let's make this thing work? What would you do in that instance? Well, I feel like I feel like you should always wait, okay, wait. We're talking about the like I cheated. That whole thing? No, no, no. Let's just say y'all just done. Like, irreconcilable differences. Y'all done. Like, your divorce is done. You guys are not together. But uh, you guys have a pretty, a pretty decent relationship. Because... Well, okay, so we're co-parenting, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean... <laughs> and let's just say he asks you out on a date. I feel like he gonna always be trying to hit it. Period. Ah! Just feel like I'm dropping the kids off. We doing an exchange. He trying to touch me. He trying to, you know, and I'm like, get the baby bag. It's just too much. He telling me how good I look. I'm looking at the haircut. Like, ah, ah. But see, <laughs> to me, though, to me, it depends on how. Okay, so I guess, so at this point, if I'm over the hurt or he's over the hurt as to who did what to what caused us to be here, and obviously we have the little people, so if we're, you know, transporting, doing this and doing that, we have to see each other. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he'd be still trying to, definitely. And if he asks me out on a date, I mean, I got to eat. So if he willing to pay for it, I mean, <laughs> take me out for a meal. <laughs> okay. He could definitely buy me. Yeah. Like, because I feel like it's, it's so difficult to leave something that you've known for years mm-hmm. so with Easton and Lawrence they've been together for five years so even like when he sent her the uh, the, uh, the DM like re- reacted to her story that was a lot the for the me. episode was it was just like yeah you still you're kind of over it like you probably want to be with her but the fact of the matter is that you can't get over the cheating part but you really need to just get over it and we all know that Easton's still like Lawrence so, Did you just say he I mean, needs to get over it? I'm sorry. That he needs to get over the cheating? <laughs> you feel like he needs to get over the fact that she cheated? Hell yeah. Let's talk Damn. about it. Let's talk about it. He was a bum. He did nothing. Okay, so let me say years. something. Let me say something. Regardless if he was a bum or not. Uh, no child. Regardless if he was a bum or not. I don't mm-hmm. think that gives you the right to cheat on somebody. No, no I don't think me. it gave her the right to. No, 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 okay. no, no, no you even let me finish. No, because you're talking about he's a bum. Right I'm saying it's understandable. No, it's I not. He was did. a bum. Yes, excuse me. Yes, he is. was a bum prior too. He didn't just become a bum on that day. He been a bum. So if you felt did that they, way, did they disclose that in in season one? Yes, they said that, that he was home. Okay. Four. Yes. So my thing is. If you felt that way, you should have cut ties with him if you felt like he was dead weight or he was somebody that, as you just said, he was a bum and all of that. Why go cheat on him? Why go do that? I, I, I just feel like it's I just feel like it's understandable. I think it's understandable. I'm not saying that that's something that I would do. Okay. But like well, have somebody cheat on you because you had a... They a have. They uh, have. Girl, don't even go there. I didn't got cheated on because my ass wasn't bad enough. I didn't got cheated on because my titties was uneven. I mean, what you want to talk about? Not uneven. I'm saying, I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, is that yes, Issa cheated. Yes, she apologized for it, and I feel like with all this time that has passed, come on, she, come on. Come on, come you on. know she's sorry. You know she's sorry. Mm-hmm. And y'all not together, but you're still holding on to the fact that she cheated. Let it go, bro. Maybe not let it go, but forgive her. Maybe I'm saying the wrong word. I think you forgive are. Her. Forgive her. Not let it go. Forgive her. Forgive her. 
I think she's genuinely sorry that she did that. I really do. I'm saying it's understandable. So maybe saying let it go is not the right word. Maybe just saying it's time for you to forgive her. Mm. And if he forgives her, maybe he can move on without worrying about her too. He can move on without worrying about what if, what if, what if, what if. I don't know. Hey, go one of these things. Do we agree to disagree on y'all? <laughs> so, so what, what are you disagreeing with? I disagree with everything you're saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm disagreeing with everything that you're thinking. That's fine. Because there's you. You just you gotta let that go sometimes. You gotta let it go. See, but you, then you, you go again. You're saying let it go. So forget. Well, okay, whatever. It's not whatever her. because if if you have to if just because she felt what you know whatever it is that she felt like I said she been had those emotions. So if you're not going to sit down with him and tell him, hey, I mean, I have this conversation with Eric all the time when we go through stuff, whatever. Have a conversation and say, hey, you are doing this and this don't work for me. I don't like that you're doing this. Or, hey, you said this and this did not make me feel good. But don't hold on to it for years and then you're acting out upon what someone did or because they don't know that it's affecting you. So they keep doing it or they remain in that space because you have not said anything. So it's not okay for you to get up and think, oh, well, because I feel this way and I'm not gonna speak on it, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna hurt this person and I'm gonna do whatever I wanna do and then come back to the person and then act like everything is okay. That's not cool. And then it's eating at you. So then you wind up telling on yourself and then you expect him to get over it, child, please. Okay, but it's not like she just said, yeah, I cheated, whatever, because the A, B, C, D. She apologized. She apologized. Do you, do you not feel like her heart, not her heart, mm. do you not feel like her apology was genuine? It's not about if it was genuine or not, but some people are not willing. She apologized. Okay, good. Okay, fine. You apologize. Thanks. Now what? But that's what I'm saying. So the, the impasse that I'm at with you is that you're like, okay, no, you can't just go and do that. Yeah, I agree with all that. No, she shouldn't have did it. What I'm saying is I understand why. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm saying you understand, saying understand why. Stop saying that. But I do understand why. That's what I'm saying. First of all, this is a fucking TV show, okay? So let's get let's get it together. But stop the saying. The other part that I'm saying is, is that you're saying she shouldn't have held on to it. She should have had a conversation. Yes, you're right. She should have. But she didn't. And she did out and she did her dirt. And she's wrong for that. But it's like when she, when I say, okay, but she apologized. And she seemed like it was a genuine apology. And that she really just made a mistake. And that she that she could learn from that. It's like you just like no, uh -uh, nope. I don't care. I don't care to apologize. You shouldn't have did it. So that's the that's no the I'm no. You. no I just like, feel okay, like she no. I just feel like you can't expect him to get over it so quickly. So she said that she did it, and then it's like, of course, he blows up, and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's not enough time. So you expected him to stay there that night to hear how you no, slept with no, another no, no, dude? No, 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 no. I am not saying that he should have stayed with her. I think he did the right thing by saying, I'm done, I'm out. But what I'm saying is, is that there is still something that he's holding on to with her, and I think it's because he hasn't fully forgiven her for what she did. Okay. Is what I'm saying. I think if he forgives her, then he can move on, even in a relationship with somebody else, and kind of forgetting about that because what I feel like is going on with the dynamic between them two is that he's going back and thinking, okay, what if, like, what if she didn't cheat and I was in this place? Like, where would me and her be right now? But the reality is, is that she did cheat. She did cheat. So it's now, are you going to forgive her? Because I don't think she's forgiving her. Yeah, because, and I also feel like they just didn't have time because you think about it. That happened. She's with the dude that she slept with. He is seeing her with the dude, not even a week later again. Right. So I just feel like right. it's just so many. I just feel like there was never a like a woosa moment where it's like, okay, let me get over this. Let me process this effectively and then move forward. It was just like, right. and what's the what's the timeline in the show? Has it been a couple months? Has it been a year yet? I think it's a year. Yeah, I would, year I, I would agree show? that it's at least a year now that they're doing okay. the block party from when they broke up. Yeah, I would agree a year. And I think I think it's also difficult because they have the same friends. Right. 
Like they run in the same again, there was no time to work time. Yeah. Somebody's right. having a baby shower, somebody's having a wedding, somebody's having a game night. So, and then again, it goes to being awkward. Do I can't not show up because these are my friends, but I don't want to see him. But then if I don't show up, it seems like I'm worried about it, but I'm not worried about it, but I am worried about it. It's just too much. Then you got the guy <laughs> friends texting him like, hey, she's here. Hey, you come in. Yeah, you got to come. You can't not come. But it's just like, <laughs> it's just too much. I just want to say my favorite character on the show is that light skin guy. Oh. The little short huggy. Mm. He is funny. I like him. Okay, moving on. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Whew. So let's talk about the ski trip. I'm just. Oh, wait, are you caught up? That's not, you're not caught up on Love and Hip Hop, right? No, I didn't see this week's episode. Okay, so no. Okay, so we. I guess we can do um, Housewives of Atlanta. Let's do let's, let's Talk about Carly and Sierra. Because I got some stuff to say. Okay, go ahead. But I want to hear how you feel. I want to hear how you feel first. Um, so are we starting off about her not coming to the court case? Right. So start off with her coming to the court case late. Well, I feel like they should have been together prior to. Uh huh. Um. Uh-huh either early that morning or the night before, whatever works for Because we talked about that. Right. If you gotta go to court, I am spending the night. Right. We're gonna go together. Right. <laughs> like Yeah. Um, and then, you know, of course she gets there and nobody's answering the phone because obviously they're in court. They cannot answer the phone. So, but I think what did it for Sierra was the hearing from a third party that she did not want to do it. So it kind of gave the illusion of you did it on purpose and or you just didn't show up. So because the cameras were there, it kind of, because she could have been in the car going anywhere. Like, come on. So, I mean, but fine. I mean, that's right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, but with with people saying, like, hey, she said this is something that she didn't want to do and stuff like that, that just gives you the notion of like, okay, so you don't really have my back, especially when you were one of the only people that could have saved me. And they were not talking. So she didn't know that her lawyer came with that information and stuff like that to exonerate her. She had no idea. So you would still think that she needs you. Right. Right. Definitely. I just feel like with that, I just feel like they should have been together. Same thing you're saying. Mm -hmm. They should have been together either earlier that morning or the night before just to ensure that you're going to the right courthouse in the right room or whatever. Right. It's just easier that mm-hmm. way. It's easier that way. You know, you don't have to worry about, okay, where's she at? Where's she at? Where's she at? You know, it just, it takes that stress off and it brings that anxiety down when you're able to just be with that person. Yeah. Five period of time. Yeah. And now for the, for the other part, when she went to the, the bubbles and bubbles and crystal and they always got some damn thing with a party. But for that party thing, my thing is that Sierra, you are literally on trial, according to the show, mm-hmm. for these exact same actions. So it's like, and your lawyer is present. Mm-hmm. So now she sees you in the middle of you being hyped up or whatever you want to call right. it. You, now I think that Carly is taking it to the to the left, where she says she got jumped. I ain't seen nobody get jumped, but of course that's only what they showed. Me. I ain't seen nothing. But well, the girl did yeah, jump in also, it. Right, the girl did jump in it, but the way that Carla was saying, like she was like, oh, I got jumped, I got jumped. You got mm-hmm. jumped? Okay. Maybe my definition of jump is something else. But my thing is that, Sierra, you can't just expect her to forgive you off the bat. For you putting her, for you putting your hands on it. That's too mm-hmm. much. That's too much. Well, and also the okay, so how do you feel about Shooter and Scrap? Which is something do you agree with him not telling the brother with them being friends? I don't okay, so like yes and no. Okay, so if me and Alex were dating, would you want to know? Okay, first of all, 
you are too close to me for me not to know. So Shooter and Scrap are not, I mean, they cool, but they haven't, it's not like, you know, like him and him and who he's real close to. Him and somebody that he's real close to. Um, like him and his brother, for instance, or him and Steve But that's Jeff. the thing. He's trying to make so it like they were cool. Right, but they weren't. So it's like, that's why I said <laughs> yes and it's like yes and no because you you're like you're going into business with this person. So yes, he should know, but I also feel like Shooter really wasn't like claiming Cheyenne like right. that. So it's like you don't want to you, I don't want to put this in the atmosphere and me and your sister, we ain't really like mm-hmm. we ain't like that, like that. You know, I, we just smashing for the time being, especially because he with Bow Wow ex-girlfriend. Right, kill me. Okay, there we go. Right. So I, I feel like yes and no. Like, yes, you should tell them just because of the common courtesy that y'all about to go into business with each other, but I see why you didn't tell them because it's not like y'all in a like relationship. It's very sticky. Yeah, I just think that's the whole thing is a mess. But yeah, um, who else do we have on there? What do you feel about the situation with um, Sierra's daughter? Okay, okay. so I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this as a godmother because I don't have my own children, and then you can speak on it on your own behalf. Um, I'm gonna just say this. I think you're gonna say it for both of us. Ain't no mom about to pop the fuck in and, and, and hit my Ever. kid. So now me and you got a problem. Ever. Now me and you got a problem. And now me and your daughter got a problem. Because now I'm about to tee off on her. For like, sure. it's like, no, you're not about to just say I'm getting mad. I told myself I wouldn't get mad about this. <laughs> but you, I don't care what my daughter said. I don't care what my daughter did. She is beefing with your daughter. She ain't beefing with mm-hmm. you. So how you going to come in as an adult? As somebody who's supposed to be a parent and come in and put your hands on my kid, you think I'm not about to come over there and beat your ass? And you my neighbor? You live in my building? Oh, girl, I'm popping the yep. up. What's up? Mm-hmm. Because that's just too much. And that's how you keep stuff going. That's how you keep stuff going. You're going to bring your mom in. Why are you bringing your mom to fight? First of all, that's a bitch move on your part. Because why can't you handle me by yourself since you got all that mouth? Right. And then, second of all, how you gonna bring your mother in here? How did she get in the school building? Because now I got beef with the school. So it's like, what's happening? But then here's my other thing. And I'm gonna be real real about this. Be real real. You are a reality TV star with a whole bunch of money talking about making a million dollars in a year and 30,000 in 30 days and this and the third. Why are your daughter going to a public school? Was she in public school? I feel like that's a public school. No. I feel like that's a public school. Mm-hmm. Sis, I feel like that's the public school. What school was it? Because let me research. You go ahead and talk about your part. I'm going to research. Go ahead. Um, well, I mean, I don't really have much to say different than what you said. I just, I can't even fathom it. But my daughter come home saying that mess. It's, it's suits, orange jumpsuits and um, body bags. <laughs> that's just, okay. that's just what it is. Because, I mean, Kids having issues, fine, that's one thing, but you being a grown ass lady and you coming and no. Uh-uh. That's like that video when the the girl hit the six year old like the like the mom like you just hit my six year old daughter, like now I'm ready to fight you. Like right. are you crazy? Yeah. Six. Like you you can't. You can't. She's six. Mm-mm. It, excuse me. It is Wendy Williams outside. Like it is like Chris Breezy. It is. Oh, just... excuse me. Excuse mm. me. Excuse me. North Atlanta High School is a comprehensive public high school of approximately eighteen hundred students in the Pacers neighborhood of Atlanta, Georgia, United States. Oh. Okay. Why is your daughter in a public school? You and Shooter got all this money. What you doing? What you doing? You know they're going to come for her because they're going to try to get on the news or, or get some stardom somehow because she's related to you. Let's use our brains. I understand you're using a lot of lace glue, but let's use our brains, okay? Why is she in a public school? Why? Yeah, that's not... Why? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying, you know, that, that, makes, it, that makes it good that they... Got to a fight because they in a public school, but I'm saying you got to protect the kids. You yeah, no, for sure. Kids. That's like Blue Ivy going to a public school. Eh? That, no, 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 right. I'm sorry. No, I, I, <laughs> after, after I said it, I, 
No, not not the not on the levels of people. I'm just saying in the thing right. of you knowing that you are famous, so your child should not be. Right. But absolutely not on the level of people. That's so funny. Right. And they're going to try to get some type of stardom anyhow, get their followers up. Like this thing with the reality shows is very real. Like everybody wants a piece of it, but they don't really understand what you put on the line after you sign that contract because you got to show everything. Yeah, that's. Mm-mm. I would do like a fun reality show, like Bad Girls Club, because I was trying to get on there, but I didn't get it. But like Bad Girls Club, like. If you guys didn't know, I applied to be on the circle. So, Yo. you know, we, I mean, if I get on it, that's going to be popping. Y'all going to be hype. I know y'all love Y'all going to be like, I like my I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, but yeah, that's that. Um, and then, oh, you said that you wanted to have some sort of conversation about Alexis Dye. Okay. So, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> what we say earlier, um, <laughs> let's talk about it. So, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so like. I know they say if something happens to you, and this could be whether it's assault, whether it's, you know, abuse from your parents, whatever it is in your life, when you grow up and you either have kids or, you know, you just become an adult, you either go the same way or you shy away from it. So if you grew up, obviously, with a horrible parent, a parent that was abusive or on drugs or whatever the case, either you're going to be the same way or you're going to say, I'm never going to do drugs or I'm never going to, you know, whatever. My dad is that way. My dad, unfortunately, seen his father on drugs. And my dad always said, I'm never going to do drugs. Same thing for my aunt. They, my aunt Shannon, they don't, just because they grew up like that, they will they just don't do drugs like they just don't and it's not even a thing of like hey try it it's just mentally for them it doesn't send them into a safe or good space because of what they've seen so they just shy away from it altogether now in her case i guess maybe that made her so promiscuous and you know to show her body and stuff like that but i just can't imagine being a victim of sex trafficking and then every half an hour I'm naked and I'm shaking my behind and I'm you know dipping lollipops like just nasty stuff like that so I just feel like you know I'm not at all saying I don't believe her I would never say that but it's just like, okay, so that happened to you. So I guess she took the route of being more promiscuous in the sense of, but then you try, I don't know. It's just like, okay, so for me, I'm I'm diabetic, right? And I know this is less serious than that whole situation with her. I'm diabetic. It'd be stupid of me, and I do it all the time, It'd be stupid of me to buy a cake and leave it in the house and say, okay, don't touch it. Um, I'm going to touch it, despite having high blood sugar and dealing with that and dealing with this. That's completely different than this. You're saying you went through this traumatic time. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying you're traumatized about it, what I don't understand is, yeah, why are you so promiscuous? Okay, because you came from that, but did you not want to change it? Did you get some type of adverse effects where it's like, okay, I'm going to continue to do it, but I can do it on my own free will, and this is me doing it and not being told to do it? It's just very, very confusing because I feel like the people that I know that went through that, because I know a few people that went through that, they are completely different. They're not mm-hmm. the same. 
They don't, and it's not that they're scared. It's just that they're like, no, I've been through that and I don't want to go through that no more. I don't like men looking at me a certain way because I've been through that. So they cover up a little bit more and blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I just don't know. And then she's like, I don't want people to see me as a bully online. Just stop being the damn bully online. Now that stuff with her and Masika, that's a different situation. Whew. Yeah, please. I'll snack on Because mm. I like Masika. That right there is a mess of something itself. <laughs> that is a mess of something. All right. And then you didn't talk about um, Spice and Shekinah. Oh, Lord. I just feel like that's just childish like y'all gotta grow up yeah but at the same time i just you know we don't really know where she comes from as far as you know how they do things and stuff like that and i feel like all she did was ask you to be there for her and she asked she's from fucking jamaica like she don't know you know this that from this and that so she's asking you you know um what is it trinidad where's she from no, no, she's okay, yeah. And I just feel like, you know, she, she's asking for help. So she asked me for right. help and you said that you were going to be there. Answer the phone. And if you're not going to do it or if something came up that day, whatever the fuck, say, say so. so. Just say so. Yeah, no, I, was, I wasn't saying that, that Spice was being childish. I was saying, the whole thing is childish. I don't disagree. Right. I was thinking, I was thinking that Shekinah, like, sis, you can't say that you're going to be there for somebody and you're not. And if you're not, just say so. Right. I think that's the biggest thing that people don't understand is that it's not that you can't do it. It's that you're not communicating with me. Right. And that's the thing that people don't like to do the most. Okay. And cut. Hold on, because I'm not by... not by my phone. Wait. Okay, but how you going to cut it out? Um, okay, wait a second. So you're going to go and you're going to chop this stuff out? Yeah, I'm going to chop it up and see if I can make it one episode. Okay, so I want to say bye 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 bitches. That's from Confidential. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Not next week. See you on Friday. Um, Friday tomorrow. Who's gonna come tomorrow? Um, but no, you didn't want to get into housewives since they're done. Okay. Because we didn't do housewives and we didn't do COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh, Charles, COVID. Babe, what's the things called? Burners. What are they called? The no, the burner. <laughs> she said the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> the things that I had that I spray painted. What, what's the proper name for them? What burners? Sternos. Sternos. Uh, so what's the things that we got that I spray painted that we want to make the tray out of? What they were, is they were burner covers? Covers. Thank you. Burner covers. <laughs> burner. <laughs> You really need to watch your mouth and come correct. Okay, all right. We are not on the phone. We were just there. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Okay. Um, so the only thing I really care to talk about with Housewives is I think Candy's baby shower was very nice. But I feel like her mom, um, I feel like her mom lets her emotions get in the way a lot. And I just feel like, you know, looking back, she's going to look back, you know, when Blaze is older and stuff like that. And it's going to be like, oh, I wasn't there because of X, Y, and Z. And I just don't think that that was worth it. I admire Candy and Mama Joyce's relationship. I really do. I really, 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 really do. I would say it's a lot like me and my mom's relationship, but it's not because Mama Joyce is just too much sometimes. Sometimes it's just too much. But I do really, really like what Ty did. I do. But one of the, I, I like the fact that he, he apologized in front of everybody and his wife. I think that was a big move on his part. But also the thing that I'm going to need Candy to stop doing 
stop telling Todd everything that your mom's saying and vice versa. Because that causes some stuff too. Because you'll go back to him and say, "Well, she don't trust you with the money. That's why she put Riley as her business." Regardless, though, if if she did or not, he would have seen it on TV. I, I don't I don't disagree with you, but I feel like regardless, that's just like um, this is a sidebar. This is a major sidebar. But Black Ink Crew, I don't know if you watch, but I don't. Are you familiar with the people? Girl, you know they make me itch, but yes, I'm familiar with the people. Okay, so this is New York. So this is like you talk, I was about to say, you talk about New York so or Chicago. Is, I know New York better. Okay, so this is Donna. Do you know who Tati is? Okay, yeah. so Walt is getting married. They have now got married. And Tati, while they are in Hawaii, the day before the wedding, she tells Donna and, and Bay that Walter was in her DM talking about he heard that she got good stuff and he want to try it out. So, of course, they're like, you can't say anything to her. So Donna, which I thought was very um, mature of her, she was like, bitch, you can't say nothing now because if you do, you say you should have said something then. You saying it now is going to look like you being messy, like you done came to the wedding. My thing about these shows is you know that the people are going to see it. So that girl, so she didn't tell her. Right before the wedding, she was in the room with her. Tati was in the room with the girl, Mm. Jess. And the girl was talking about how, you know, her and Walt got past the infidelities and this, that, and the other thing. And she thinks that she's the one, he's the one and all of this. And she just sat there and listened to it. And she was like, I have something to tell you. You know, of course, to give the delusion that she's going to say it. And she was like, oh, you're going to be a beautiful bride. To me, the type of chick I am, if I see that back and I know what you had said prior, mm -mm, I don't like that type of stuff. I don't care what it's going to do or whatever the case. If my man sends you a DM, don't sit on it. Don't wait till you see me, whatever. Send it to me as soon as he sent it to you. If you really riding and you wasn't going to give it to him and you felt like what he did was wrong, you should have sent it to me right then and there. If you come to me six months later with it, that's going to make me look at you like, well, why didn't you... Like, It makes me just feel like you were holding it. Like, Why were you... You were just sitting on it, just like waiting for the perfect time to wait, right, wait, wait. I don't understand. And that's like so I just looking back when you see it back, it's just gonna be like you you said in my face. You smiled in my face, you came, you made me think that you know you were for us, you were loved and stuff like that. And it's just it's not that. So I feel like even with Todd, you know, looking back at the episode, it's gonna be like, dang, your mom said that. Dang, your mom feel that way. She went that route. So how do you, how would you, like, if you were, if you were Candy in this moment, like, how would, how would this affect your relationship with your, with your mom and your spouse? Well, I feel like, I feel like Mama Joyce is territorial because she knows Candy's worth, meaning financially. So, of course, if you know that your daughter has billions of dollars, you don't want anybody taking advantage of her or coming around just because. However, comma, two kids in, I feel like in the beginning when she would say little sly stuff and it was going around and he was an opportunist, fine. You know, you have your guard up, you have your suspicions, cool. Two children in, they marry. It's been, what, five, six years? Get the fuck over it, lady. You want to help somebody get over it? Tell Mama Joyce. Get the fuck over it, lady. Can you say that? Get the fuck over it, yeah. lady. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. that's one period poo because at this point, it's just get over it. So if if all of this time he has added to the empire and not just taken from and just laying around as a so he's definitely, he's definitely added. added. For sure he's he added. added. And he's not even the type of guy that you can be like, oh, when I met you, you were a bum. He had money. So it's just like, right. you know, now them together, they are a power couple. Now what I will say about and he actually has said to her that you need to slow But what down. I will say about and Candy and Todd is, and I guess more so not Todd, but Candy, okay, anytime I see certain couples together, I don't get love. I, that's just like, I don't get love. I don't get, and I feel like Lala and Carmelo are one of those people. When she had her show, oh, when he would wow. come around, it just didn't seem like they loved each other or 
even when they would, I just, I can't explain it. It was, uh-uh, no, you're not talking to the podcast. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, come on, special guest. Just, come on, special Jay guest. Come on, special guest. I think that's what we should do. Is Rich, how, how is Rich feeling? Will he be able to, so I, I, can, I, I would like if they would come on with us. I think that would be great. Okay, but. I think, but remember, we could always record it and then let it out, you know. And what I was going to say, how is he feeling tonight? Will he be able to have a talk tonight? Yeah, he's taking a nap right now. So I think we can, we could definitely just have like one of our usual talks and record it. Okay, so let's do that. So tonight we'll have with the guys. So we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you for listening to Best Friend Confidential. Uh-uh, go.